Hey everyone, I am Joya and I'm joined today by Kathy DeCirco Stewart, who is my partner in crime for the Drink Like a Lady podcast, where we are giving women who are listening not only a seat at the bar, but a seat in the boardroom. And Kathy, you know, the last three episodes, well, the last two episodes, I'm sorry, we've talked about a couple of different facets of leadership. Yes. We've talked about pivoting, which of course has been highlighted during the pandemic. We've talked about empathy and leading with a human first attitude. And today we're talking about building a leadership brand. And I know that you've written the equivalent of like a white paper on this, an article on this, but your leadership brand is how you work with others to produce results. And I'm a fairly new leader, so I am still learning a lot of this. And I know you have a lot of experience in this particular area. What would you say is the leadership brand? Like what's your definition? A leadership brand is something that it's it's almost look at it as, as any kind of brand, how you show up, what's consistent about it, and how you actually market yourself, um, whether it's within an organization, outside of an organization in your life. When I wrote my white paper, uh, it was part of a, uh, a, a, a group of uh, authors on the confident woman, and that is something that you know I'm about empowering women. We've talked about that multiple times, and I thought... You know, there's something here that, that has to be consistent. And by creating that brand, that leadership brand for yourself, what it allows you to do is become confident and powerful. And I call that powerful uh, with people rather than over people. And it's absolutely um, integral in terms of where you're going and, and how you're going to get there. So today we're going to be talking about kind of the five ways that you build a leadership brand. And the first and foremost exactly. is... I mean, this can be personal, but this can certainly be if you're leading a team, but what results do you want to achieve in the next year? In other words, what are the expectations of those you serve rather than your own personal strengths? You know, one of the things that I think is absolutely important is to understand yourself first. If you understand yourself first, you're, you have created a consistency of leadership values, of, of leadership actions. And that is what individuals are looking for. They respect individuals who talk the game um, and, and whatever they say, they're looking for the actions that respond to that. And also about, you know, how can they trust you in terms of, especially this time of, of inconsistency and, and volatility. So um, being very, very clear uh, of what you are and being aware of, of what you stand for. You know, I had the privilege of interviewing the CEO of Wander Beauty, which is uh, the, the target audience for that is the woman on the go. It was founded by a Indian woman. And uh, Divya Gugnani said that even though the tectonic plates may be shifting, teams may shift over the years, they'll funnel in and in and out, but she always leads with goals first. Like the goals are always on a whiteboard somewhere, whether it's quarterly, whether it's mm -hmm. monthly, whether it's annually, like what is expected both of herself and of her team. That's something that's always, um, it's always a constant, right? As we're talking about a leadership brand, those uh, results that you want to achieve, of course, are important. So number one is that. Number two is, as you said, understanding your current brand, right? How do others perceive you? How do you learn? And I think that and you could probably speak to this as well. Like, you know, I find that I have to ask the hard questions to my peers, yes. to my family members, to my boyfriend, to friends who know me really well. You know, I have to ask the questions and ask for feedback. I also have to be in the mindset where I'm open to getting that feedback. 
You know, one of the things that I think is so critical is that when we don't feel good about what we're doing, when something isn't quite right, that is the first sign that you may not be, you know, working to your brand, to the power of what you need to do. And really, instead of pushing away from it, sort of, you know, I hate to say this, the Sheryl Sandberg thing, leaning into it. What What is this that's not working for me? Is there something in a relationship, a, a business relationship, a corporate relationship that, that isn't pulling it together for you? And be really, rather than doubting yourself, look at that, that um, those feelings of saying it's not working and saying, what about it isn't working? Mm -hmm. So I will go back and I'll just share with you. Um, one of my key values is honesty. And I often say to my teams, if you tell me the truth, I will work with you to fix and create solutions for the truth. If you tell me a lie, I'm going to work on the lie and you're not going to get what you want. Yeah. So knowing your values is so critical. And I know that that's the next thing that we're or one of the next things we're going to talk about as well. Yeah, um, I won't, I always think about when we co we're coming to number three when it comes to building a leadership yeah. brand. But I think of um, Tom Cruise, right? In um, what was the movie with Renee Zellweger, Jerry Maguire? You know, where he comes out with a mission yes. statement, and you know that can be yes. for. And in his case, it was a talent agency, a sports sports rep agency. But you know, what is your own personal mission statement? I think Stephen Covey is a big fan of this. And he writes about it in the Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, like. What is it exactly. that you are going to measure yourself by? What is that mission statement? And then every decision that you make has to kind of be held up in the light to that mission statement. And is it in line with it or is it something that's completely a departure from it? You know, I, I went back and I, I looked into this the book for this um, this segment that we're doing, and I went back to my mission statement, which is to unleash potential in businesses, um, their people, which is critical, and the resources through vision, leadership, and collaboration. So it goes back to, once again, creating that opportunity for individuals, and it doesn't matter what the industry is. So my mission is there. It, it comes up. It comes in, up in organizations. It comes up in my personal life, and it's a reflection of, of bringing out the talent in both businesses and individuals along the way. And that's what I gain a lot of satisfaction after many years. I will tell you, key executives will say it's really about what what they're able to do with the people and the resources they have. Yeah, and for those who are watching, if you want to create your own personal mission statement, it's a little formulaic. Um, the first part yep. is, I want to be known for being, fill in the blank, so I can deliver, fill in the blank. And again, you're pulling, as you said, on your values, on your desired end goal, which was number one, and what becomes your North Star for when you're making decisions, especially if you make rapid fire decisions. So uh, today, folks who are joining us, we are hosting the Drink Like a Lady podcast, and we are talking about different facets of leadership. In today's episode, we're talking about your leadership brand. And number one, what results do you want to achieve in the next year is really critical to building that brand. Number two is understanding your own personal brand and what you bring to the table. Number three, what is your mission statement? At the end of the day, what do you want to be known for? Kathy, you know, I, I keep referring back to Bob Iger's book, of a lifetime and we had yes. a discussion last night I'm about to have another book club discussion with my members today about that but I think that everybody was in agreement that what he was known for was his du diplomacy he was somebody who could yes. keep his cool under fire and you know the skeptics in the group went and googled him because I wanted to see you know because he wrote such a 
he seemed comes across as such a nice person in his book, but you know, people went and Googled him to see if anybody else had the same nice things to say and they did, you know, and that many people can't be right. wrong. And so his niceness was kind That's of his right. superpower. You know, it, it, this goes back to what we've been doing along with these episodes, and that is the authenticity of an individual that comes out. And when that is widespread, you know that that individual is really living from the best part of who they are, and that's that's the talents. Each of us has a different talent, and his was uh, absolutely, he's one of my favorite leaders that I love to take a look at yeah. as well. So number four is to identify your own values. And I guess, you know, Kathy, let's let's... Let's explain this a little bit because your own values are different, a slightly different beast than understanding your current brand. What does it mean to like That's take right. stock and inventory of your values? You know, the values, core values are what you live by. It's your core beliefs in way life should be, what works for you. So going back again, I can use myself an example, and it's been consistent. I see it across almost everything that I do. It's about collaboration. I love to work with people. Um, and, and I'm, you know, it doesn't mean I don't lead within that collaborative group, but it means that, you know, I know that other people bring a lot of talent to the, to the table. And that wherever we're going to go, we need those individuals to go along with us, just like you and I are doing in terms of this uh, drink like a lady. Then empowering people. Once you, I call it unleashing individuals' power. When you do that, when you see the best in that person and you unleash that power, it, it's an amazing uh, opportunity of what can happen in, in companies, in groups. And I've seen that over and over again where companies have been stuck and they say, you know, it's the people, you know, the people don't aren't motivated. Well, have they tapped into that power of those individuals? So empowering the individuals to be honest, empowering them to do what they do best, put those people in the right position. And once again, the third one for me is honesty. With honesty, um, I believe you can sort of get everything else out of the way and go forward. So look at your own values. Be very clear about what they are. And those are, um, those are things that rub you the wrong way when all of a sudden you know it's not working for you in a group or on a project or within a company and that is key i think also in, in finding the right business opportunities and company opportunities for your career understand what your values are and whether or not they work for where you're going i know i one of my values is time like i like to uh -huh. show up on time i like to finish on time for me, that's not only respecting my audience, but it's respecting my speaker, it's respecting myself. You know, that's a big piece of my own value system. I think another one of my value systems is beauty and art and culture. So I try, as I'm always crafting events, to set it in a museum, set it at the opera, set it at, you know, at, at the ballet. Like, how can we sort of stoke our natural curiosity and push out of our comfort zones to go and appreciate beauty in places that you may or may not traditionally go? So when I think about about, you know, as I'm crafting programming for lady drinks, I lead with my values, which is that I always start and stop on time. I'm steeped in some kind of beauty, whether it's the venue, whether it's the actual anchor of the event. And then I guess the third thing right. is that I'm really deeply committed to leadership development, right? So I want to anchor right. everything I do in some piece of education. So I know that, you know, a lot of folks have said over the years, like, when are you going to change the name lady drinks? It doesn't really speak to the gravitas of your programming. Like well, now it's got a lot of brand equity, but I think that if you come to an event, you understand what we what my values are because I I lead with those, you know. Then you're you become you you sort of understand you understand that the name is just sort of a topical fun thing, and um, my values are really what I hope are, are front and center. 
Um, so today you and, were and you, yeah. I was just going to say, Jay, what happens is once you do that, when you lead from values, you also attract other individuals. Yes. who have a correlation of your own values and then that is amazing what can happen from there I didn't mean to interrupt you yeah. but certainly um, I wanted to point that out well you find your tribe right you find your tribe and those yes. like-minded people and um, that can right. be another sort of marker another tick mark on your leadership brand um, today we're talking about forming your own leadership brand and this can be really applicable if you're a first-time like emerging female leader and you're really thinking about you know ways that you want to show up more powerfully and so number one it's to realize what results you want to achieve especially in the next year if that's the increment of time that you're looking at number two understanding your own current brand number three what is your mission statement what at the end of the day do you want to be known for number four is identifying your values which are a slightly different thing than understanding your brand and then Kathy number five is to live your brand and I know I have my thoughts on people who live their brand and they're action oriented but you've written a paper about this so what does it mean to live your brand living your brand is really you know making the right choices as you go along um, I'm, I'm listening to Robin Roberts on uh, the master class yeah. I'm, I'm now um, become this whole master class uh, aficionado in terms of absorbing it and what she said was when she was offered some key key positions early in her career she learned how to say no and that no actually helped her get to where she ultimately wanted to go when she was ready. All right. Mm -hmm. She didn't take positions just for the money. She didn't take just positions just because someone said, well, this is going to be a great opportunity. She knew who she was. She knew how to be consistent and make those choices. And in the, ultimately, she realized that what she did was she created a great career path, very happy, and um, you know, a family type of lifestyle within her own career uh, journey. So I think living your brand is, is feel happy. That's another thing that I talk to people about in business and in leadership. You have to be happy. You know, if you're not happy, something isn't working for you. So yeah. live that brand and, and don't don't shy away because someone may not like your brand. That may not be, once again, the tribe that you should be hanging out with. And I'll add to that, but how, you know, in this day and age, how are you building that brand online? In other words, how are you yes. showing up uh, on LinkedIn or on Quora or on Reddit or any of the other uh, sort of interactions with either your employees or whether it's you know out public facing? You know, how does that brand kind of live on other platforms and show that you are living your brand? Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, I, I try to think of, of the brand as going inward first. If it's, if it's consistent inwardly, outwardly, it, it became, becomes really a reflection of everything that you are and you want to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, you know, as you said, you wrote a white paper on this. What didn't I talk about? Yep. What didn't we talk about here that's important to add to this conversation? Well, I, you know, for me, there's a lot of individuals who are unhappy where they are, all right, for many reasons. Sometimes um, someone will say, well, you know, it's because you didn't get a promotion. It's because, it, you know, you're not making enough money, etc." What I have found, it's less about that than it is about fitting in based on your values, based on where they're going. That is why so many companies now, they have these vision statements. Um, there are certain companies, for instance, TerraCycle out of Trenton, New Jersey. Um, I worked with them in, in terms of meeting their executive members recently, and they're all about you know recycling globally. It's not just immediate. And individuals within the company are so passionate about that, so they attract it. So I, I think it's really about, you know, 
everybody's here for a reason. That's my my spiritual sense as well. And uh, just you know, live that passion, and and your life will unfold beautifully. It really will. When you think about like your leadership brand. Um, I know that you said it earlier, but for those who are dipping in and out, what would yeah. you say your leadership brand is? Just by way of example. So my leadership brand is I go in um, and when I work with people, I want them to know that I'm about working with them. So that's the collaboration part of it. The next thing is to find out what really they're passionate about uh, and then what is in, in not allowing them to meet that passion why why aren't they maybe happy um and then making sure that you know at the end of it, we're honest with each other once we do that and i i think i i mentioned this in one of our episodes there was a young woman who worked for me in the retail world and it, and she was so unhappy so unhappy and she'd come into my office and i would even go in on on weekends when i wasn't on you know on call and i remember her walking in one day and just my, my son was very small at the time laying on the floor because that's how passionate i was about what i did and she i said to her you're so unhappy she goes i know and i said i think you should leave and she went what leave and i said you need to be happy yeah. find out what you want to do and be happy um I have to tell you, I don't remember if she left or not, because I think I got promoted. But it was that, and I meant that in a good way. I wasn't firing her. Yeah. Um, what I was, I was saying is, I was saying, you have a lot to give. Just find out where you're going to be able to give it and be happy about it. So um, I, I think that that's a real sense of, of a story that I've had. Um, I have a, a ton of others, but the best part is when uh, individuals walk around and they're happy to work with me and they're happy to work with others. But I think what we're really touching on by bringing up that story is that you got to do the inner work, right? We talked about, you know, taking yes. stock of your values, yes. figuring out what your brand is. I think a good leader, uh, you know, I was listening to a motivational uh, talk. It's part of my daily ritual. And um, it was a, a gentleman who was talking yeah. about his morning ritual. And he, he said that every leader, every leader sits down and writes in the morning. It's a time to just get your thoughts out of your head, take yes. stock of what's going yes. on. They meditate to understand, you know, was I a good leader today or was I a good father today? Um, was I a good mother today? And so I think that doing that inner work in this world of busy is um, something I think in a way this pandemic's been a gift, right? Because it's just quieted everything down. There's nothing that you can run to. Um, it's being able That's to right. just sit and take stock because there's loads and loads of quiet time. But I wonder, here's what I wanted to ask you. Why do you think people are afraid of doing the inner work? I think they're afraid of doing the inner work because I think they're scared of what they're going to find. And they don't realize that actually what they're going to find is the best part of who they really are. And they can become best friends with that part of it. Um, when, when you find individuals who have been hugely successful, and I don't mean just from a monetary point of view or from a position point of view uh, around the world, you have found individuals who are successful also from a personal point of view and they've wrapped it all up together. There is a power there that no one can take away. Mm -hmm. No one. So once you do your inner work, that power you own. And, you know, it's not someone saying to you, oh, you know, you're not going to have this job or you're not going to be able to be in this, you know, this, this committee or whatever. You don't worry because you know that when you show up, the best person is right alongside of it. And that's called you. I read this quote that you're going to get more out of an hour of silence than you'll ever read from books in a year. Yes, yes. And, and you and I are, are both uh, proponents of, of meditation. And even when I'm a little bit late in doing it in the morning, I'm like, 
I feel not nervous, but I'm like anxious in a good way. It's like I, I, I want to go there. You know, what is it that I didn't see? What didn't I overlook? You know, look. And then that gives me the opportunity, you know, to show up to be the best I can be for other people as well. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's a wonderful free gift, by the way. It doesn't even cost to meditate. <laughs> Kathy, thank you. For those of you that are just joining us, we're talking today about building leadership brand. And Kathy, if it's all right with you, I'm just going to recap for one last time for our audience before we um, leave here. But if you are an emerging leader or if you're even someone who's taking stock of your leadership, you know, we shared here today five things about building your leadership brand, which essentially is how you work with others to produce results. So number one is thinking about what results you want to achieve maybe in the next year. Number two is understanding your current brand. How do others perceive you? What is your communication style? What is your decision-making style? Number three is what is your mission statement? What do you want to be known for? Do you have a personal mission statement? And is that your North Star by which you're going to be making all of your decisions as you go along in your tenure? Number four is identifying your values. This is a bit of a different beast than understanding your brand. Your values are, you know, does your team members, do they respect you? Do they trust you? What are your values that they respect? What traits and habits are you admired for? Do you currently exhibit these? If not, what do you need to cultivate? And then finally, number five is live your brand. Consistency and frequency really distinguish adequate and brilliant leaders. So you got to build trust in your brand by living it. And that's not, not necessarily always in person. But that, can, that can also be how you're building your brand online and how you're showing up. So we're doing this uh, podcast, Drink Like a Lady, How to Get a Seat at the Bar and in the Boardroom every single week. We're trying out a couple of different times, but we skew on the later side of the day, don't we, Kathy? Yes, we do. It seems so, and people are open to listening or have the time to listen as well. well you have a good evening, and we'll see everybody next week. All right. Thanks, Joya. <laughs>